What's up, Zagnuts? Welcome to Pod Minutes to Cast Night, the Two Minutes to Late Night podcast. Before we get started, we just want to remind you that we have merch for sale over at TerrierCult.com. Go over there. Go to Friends of the Cult. It's a little section. And then there's all of our fucking shirts. We also are sponsored by Black Phoenix Alchemy Lab. Uh, They make a scent. Uh, that is based off of the show. It's uh, it smells like uh, aftershave, grease paint, and black leather, and it smells fucking great. Uh, we're all wearing it in Florida because Florida smells like Florida. Uh, you're here with the <laughs> fucking uh, two minutes to late night writers room. Hi, I'm Jeremy Hammond, and because I'm in Florida, I'm vaping meth. Hi, I'm Katie Rose Leon, and I don't have a joke because the humidity is giving me asthma, and I'm uh, inhalers. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's up? I'm Drew Kaufman, and uh, last night I ate uh, chicken in the bathroom at 2 a.m. <laughs> new low or new high? Don't really know. Jeremy really did just vape. Yep. Um, I was, hi, I'm Jordan Olds, and uh, I gave Drew the chicken that he ate in the bathroom. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, I ate that chicken too, and this morning I had to take pills to shut off my butt. <laughs> Like it was a creaky old well. Yeah, <laughs> it's an old well. I was like, ah, oh, we gotta, we gotta Shut build a dam for the rest of the weekend. Too the many well is poisoned. We gotta pave over it. Also, also, listen up, nerds. Uh, we got a guest uh, f- filling in for Lucy Steiner. We have Fest uh, Championship comedian Goodrich. Oh, do I get Amphart. a? I want a belt for that. Do I get Fest Championship? Comedian belt. I, I don't. You're gonna have to talk to Effie about that. Yeah, he, he's. I could take him. He doesn't seem very big. They don't make. <laughs> they don't make belts for comedians because they'd have to be pretty huge. That's true. Yeah, yeah. we all got bellies. Yeah, it would also be. Uh, it would be a suicide belt. I think. <laughs> it's the comedians. That's the official comedians belt. Is for death use only. <laughs> Welcome, this comedian bath- champion. Yes, look at my belt. I'm king shit of Turd Mountain. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, how you win comedy. Is- you die first. Yes. <laughs> uh, Goodrich, I thought you might like to know that on the way back from breakfast this morning, we were singing a little song about you. Oh, yeah? yeah? It went, little tiny Goodrich walking down the road. <laughs> yep. That's a that was fun, that's, fun, that's a fun song. You're not that little, but no. it was just. Uh-uh. Uh, I, I just like to imagine you like like tiny and wearing overalls and running over here. <laughs> I think it'd be it'd be, uh, it'd be great. Um, before we dive in, uh, did anybody uh, listen to anything good? We saw some bands last night. We saw Reviver, and they were fucking killer. I have uh, never actually listened to Reviver. I've seen uh, just all of you guys wearing the shirts all the time. I just <laughs> I, they're a big T-shirt band. Yeah, they are a big, big T-shirt. T-shirt. They have the one T-shirt, the one T-shirt they've had for like eight years. Yeah. They, actually, and everyone really funny, has it because I, I I saw them in like 2012 and I bought their shirt, which is just lungs. And yeah. then I saw them last year with Jess Lane and I bought their shirt, which is a rib cage, so I could wear <laughs> one shirt underneath the other. And hopefully next year they do the skin shirt. Yeah, they're really yeah. like. The the apple of t-shirt bands they just kind of keep putting yeah, out the same variation true. of the same shirt yeah 
I am and this li- shirt's fifty dollars, <laughs> <laughs> and you can't charge it. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't have a headphone jack anymore. <laughs> Etsy, baby. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, it, like that was the first time I had ever listened to them. They were great. In full honesty, it all sounded like one song, but it was a really fantastic one song. Like <laughs> yeah. every time they, they played a, a new song, song I was yeah. like, I want to just hear what this is, even though it's exact like. Exactly the same song. Well, their first album is like it sounds like one song because it's got uh like bookended like the end song and the beginning song are very very similar to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. I think you'd really dig it. No, it's like, I lo- it's like if Blink One Eighty Two went to Oberlin. That's that's <laughs> Reviver. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Queer Theory with Mark Hoppus. <laughs> <laughs> I liked. It. I I loved it. I didn't. Uh, I I. I want to hear what the lyrics are, but just for the sound of it, I was like, fuck, they love what they're doing. Yeah. That's yeah. all you want out mm-hmm. of a punk. Every punk record is one song. Yeah. Fucking yeah. cares. And Reviver look like they have so much fun playing, and like you really got to fucking love that. Yeah. yeah. They love each other and playing this music and watching just an audience react the way that it did to their music was unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just overflow. I mean, just an ocean of folks. Powerful stuff, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Goodrich, have you seen any uh, any cool bands so far? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say no, uh, <laughs> but I haven't seen that many. And also, I was hanging out at the Bo Diddley Plaza, which is an outdoor venue, uh-huh. and outdoor venues are very bad for music, unfortunately. Uh, so the bands didn't sound great because. Yeah. You can't. You're outside. <laughs> you know. I don't know what that impulse is that everybody wants everything to be outside all the time. I, I just think at a certain point they were like, we have to have a be a little bigger. And they they used to have uh, where the where are the wrestlings at? Is that eight seconds? Is that mm-hmm. big place? There was used to be like a university. There was a big. Th- big theater next to it that was where all the bigger bands played that was also a hip-hop nightclub after the fest was over which was always a fun mix of people uh, to have goobers and jean jackets and uh people with big chains uh (laughs) hanging out uh, on the streets but that i guess that place is no more so that's like let's go outside but it sounds not great uh i also don't don't you know I'm old, so I don't care. I've been listening to Mind Force all week. They have great riffs. I don't uh, know much about Mind Force. They're, they're from New York, a heavy hardcore band that has tons of sick riffs, and uh, I like them a lot. Yeah. New York. Okay. Yeah. I've heard of that place. You guys know about that place. <laughs> yeah. That's where Spider-Man lives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from New the York. video games. That's where he oh, takes you know, you, with cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, New York. You know, uh, Spider-Man trains and smoking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well, I guess let's get into uh, the album we're doing uh, today. Uh, we're, we're a podcast that's just about uh, listening to bad albums and trying to find some good stuff about them. And in the news, there is just famously, like, I, you know, because of the Pitchfork review, there's uh, uh, this new band, Greta Van Fleet, released their first full-length album and received a 1.6 from Pitchfork. And one of the most scathing reviews I've ever read of anything. It sounds like our podcast, but in written form. <laughs> Which is a, honestly a nice return to form. Like I almost felt like I was reading Buddyhead back in the day, just <laughs> just ripping people apart for just because it's fun to do. Yeah, I feel like Pitchfork doesn't really do that that much anymore. Not at all. <laughs> like yeah. they used to do it so much. Like I remember them trashing Jet. 
And that yeah. was like the funniest thing to me. Do you guys, do you ever see the the second Jet album review? Because like the first one, they like rip it to shreds in a similar sense to this. But the second one, they literally just posted a YouTube video of a monkey pissing into its own mouth. That's, that's the whole review. I love that. <laughs> like, like, 0.8 stars, monkey pissing in its own mouth. That's awful. I just now, well, yeah, because now Pitchfork is just known for just never giving anybody a nine except for Kanye West. Kanye West, yeah. yeah. Kanye West and Deaf Heaven. Everybody yeah. else, like, they gave, I, they were like, best new music. They, they're they giving it to Robin's Honey, and I'm sure that album fucking rips, but they were just like, 8.5. I'm like, fuck you, give it a nine. <laughs> yeah. Give it a nine. It's Robin. She hasn't been here in 10 years. She's come back in 10 years and she's still made a good album and you're not going to give it a nine? You pricks. The only 10 on our website is the national anthem because these colors don't run. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, we listen to we listen to Greta Van Fleet, uh, which are... They're, what, she's they're, the singer, right? Greta? <laughs> this, yeah. is, this is one lady. <laughs> it's Greta. It's, it's a... Uh, she is a... It's a megazord of three brothers that turn into Greta. <laughs> they turn into like Greta. Oh, they're yeah. brothers. Are they brothers? Yeah. Apparently, oh. I read on. Uh, that I read in the review so much. About so it. much. Yeah. yeah. What's the home life like there? There's, well, that's well, what I'm two. saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm there's, saying is this a, a, a Jackson Five scenario with some failed record producer dad was just like, okay, kids, it's time for you to save guitar music. Yeah. Or yeah. is this a uh, bit of a deep pull here? Do you guys remember Isley yeah. that we? Weird, yeah. uh, that, that weird indie rock pool. band, yeah. uh, and they had some weird like children of the corn homeschooling thing happening where they were all siblings, every one of them except for I think one of them was their next door neighbor. Yeah. But like he was around, they, they were like some weird homeschooled Mormons who were just like we're gonna be like dreamy, spooky indie rock, and everyone was like one song is fine. Yeah, we're we're okay with you guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Jordan. I just was going on a journey there. No, you're fine. Uh, yeah, it's just apparently they're all just like three young brothers, uh, and they are just making guitar music. Uh, a, a good rich. What did you do? You have initial thoughts on this album? Oh, maybe we should do like a Lucy. Like, yeah. uh, what do you, how, do you how do you think, think this, this album, album happened? happened? Oh, how it happened? Yeah. yeah. How do you think? This well, happened? I, I I think. First of all, according to Spotify, this is two full lengths in two years, uh, which is too much music for anyone to make and put on on a recording. <laughs> Wait, this is two. This so is two last year they released a full length. This year they released a full length. It says so this in is the not their fork reviewed that this is their debut full length. And I think the last the one was like five songs. Oh, so uh, it's an EP. Either way, still too much. Well, it was in the LP thing. I, I listened to it a little an hour ago, so it was a deep dive. Uh, <laughs> but, but I think it came together. Honestly, it is it is like, uh, this is a record producer. This is someone in LA's old rock A&R guy is like, can what what am I supposed to do? We got all we got drum, we got the boom bops. I, I, how do I still have my job? I need some young hot fucking kids, uh, and they're from the middle of nowhere in Michigan, I think. Yeah, uh, which is where all great records are made. And uh, Kid Rock, Kid Rock. Uh, I mean, I mean, Eminem. We were discussing Secretary of State Kid Rock to you, yeah. sir. <laughs> we were discussing earlier because we were in Florida that him and Scott Stapp had a, a BJ vid came out. Uh, at breakfast, uh, that was a while ago when he was. Wait, a DJ vid or a blowjob video? A blow. Scott Stapp and Kid Rock were on a uh, tour bus together in and the late nineties. No, I wish uh, they were. <laughs> I really. If I could have written, 
if I could have rewritten any point in history, I would have made that happen. <laughs> yeah. But that's my go back and kill Hitler moment. Is go back, <laughs> Nate Scott Stapp and Kid Rock blow each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're also babies. Exactly. Unfortunately, Hitler has to live in order for Scott Stapp <laughs> and Kid Rock to continue to exist in order to blow each other. I mean, it's just, it's the math. You're, you know, yeah. facts don't care about my feelings, so I don't know what to do. Uh <laughs> But Scott Stepp, uh, he goes on the tour bus to Kid Rock, and he, according to him, he says strippers were there, and he gets a blowjob and someone's taping it. And at some point, he apparently says the phrase, it's good to be king. Uh, <laughs> which we all know from the Lion oh, King. Boy. That's, um, yeah, so that's Florida. It's good to be the king. Isn't that, oh, that's history of the world yeah, part, that's, uh, part one. Yeah, yeah I'm, sure, a bunch of Mel I'm sure that's, I'm sure Scott Stapp's a big Mel Brooks king. fan. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Based on the psychosis that we learned about in the last episode. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I heard, yes, that, uh, probably. I heard that after he comes, he goes, Jews in space! <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that. I gotta wonder, I think they're, I, I just gotta wonder how much their dad was involved in making this record and writing it. I didn't look you at know, the, there's no sure. liner notes, but he had to have been like, just do this, guys. Yeah, even if he wasn't like directly pushing them, I mean like this is the sound of a bunch of kids who are really into pleasing their dad. <laughs> Yes, 100%. Like, this is a band that yeah. loves their dad. <laughs> well, what did you, like, I don't know, what overall, like, what did, what did we think? I think... This album sucks, but the reviews are also unfair. Because yeah. I think the reviews are like of these like angry old guard types. They're just like fuck these. They're nineteen year old kids, maybe younger even. And they, I, I don't know how, but they're teenagers, right? And I mean, they made two full length, well, uh, EP and a full length. I mean, that's impressive. Yeah, it's garbage, but like, what the fuck did you do when you were a teenager? It didn't sound like utter dog shit. Yeah, man. Yeah. And like, you know, clearly they listened to like a Led Zeppelin album and then they were just like, yeah, fucking rips. And like, we all knew that kid in high school, you know? Like, yeah. I just, I think. Yes, this album sucks, but I also people need to like fucking relax. Like take a chill pill, yeah. dude. You know when someone gets too into shitting on something and it goes beyond them making a salient point to just being like, "What's your deal, man? What? Yeah. What? Why do is- you hate Greta? She's okay." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's what did Greta steal your boyfriend? Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, you're threatened by the throes of youth. It's just that's like- what it is. It's that's yeah. what it feels like to me. Is yeah. that like? Like, I hate to be, like, a South Park episode here and be like, both (laughs) sides are wrong, uh, but both sides are wrong. Like, yes, Greta sucks. But also, like, it it feels like so much of this is rooted in the fact that they are, in fact, young, hot, talented little boys. Mm -hmm. And, like, all these Pitchfork guys are, like, yeah, a little bit jealous of that. There is some part of them that's, like... Yeah, I couldn't fucking shred guitar and have shredded abs. Like, that's not me. I yeah. was never that. Fuck these guys. I've never been They're a not making guy. perfect art. They suck. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was, that was uh, like, a big part of the review that, like, just, I was like, this is fucking gross, is when <laughs> he, was, he was saying that they are a thing that is produced to fit into a Spotify algorithm to get plays. Like, they, yeah. that they, that they were conditioned to sound like Led Zeppelin, so when you listen to Led Zeppelin, that the Spotify algorithm will bring you to them. That's horrible. I didn't. I, I didn't actually. It was re- one of the most. Aff- 
like fucking insane things I've ever read. Because what I will say about this is, yes, it is clearly overproduced, but like, I have no doubt that these twerps love this nerdy garbage. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's very sincere. I'll give it that. Yeah, here's and I agree with you. I think that that's like it sounds. It sounds like Led Zeppelin. I think like one of the. It's just it is a little misguided and stuff. Like the lyrics aren't deep yet. They don't really know what they're writing about yet. But yet that's part of being young. You didn't know. My fucking high school band was named after Aquatine Hunger Force, and we just fucking sang about nothing. Yeah, I dude. don't know. Yeah. We had a Every singing song, song is about like the band. Evil Dead Two. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys all feel this way because I drove over here alone, getting ready to do a full like twelve angry men, like turn you all around. Like, listen, <laughs> these are innocent boys on trial. Um, but the thing that I realized is that uh, this is a stretch. This reminds me of the O.J. Simpson trial. <laughs> Wait, let me let me oh, wait, explain. Wait, let him let me explain. If the okay. riffs don't fit, can you get me another seltzer? <laughs> okay, because you know the whole thing about the O.J. Simpson trial, which was that O.J. 100% did it, but it, the defense was to prove that the uh, the LAPD was racist and could not have properly done enough uh, to prove that O.J. did it, and so basically it was like, yeah. We know that uh, this album sucks, but I have to defend it. And the thing that I've realized is that every, if you look at everything that everybody is shitting on this album about, it is 100% a projection about what is wrong with yes. uh, the rock music industry today. Whereas this, that I can't think of like any good band that has come out within the last 10 years that are playing shows as large as Greta Van Fleet is playing. Yeah. And I think about that like... If you want to make the Led Zeppelin comparison, like, could you imagine how cool it must have been to see Led Zeppelin when you're, say, like a teenager and they're in their early 20s and they're young and they're sexy and they play the fucking music that you like and you know every word to it and it's awesome? That equivalency doesn't happen right now in rock music. If you look at like the biggest bands, they're all at least in their early 30s. And there's a huge difference between being 30 years old and being 12 years old, which is the primary demographic for radio rock music. Mm-hmm. And so I think when you look at these reviews and everybody's commenting on this band, what has happened is that they, uh, the band is, they're basically the toilet that everybody's pissing in, but it's not their fault that you have to piss. You know? Right. <laughs> it's also... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The defense rests, Your Honor. Sorry, before. <laughs> hi, hi. Sorry. Before we move on, before anybody moves on, I, I would just like to say to our dear listener that I do not agree with Drew's interpretation of the O.J. Simpson trial. <laughs> now, can we continue? But I think also, uh, uh, well, I going off of Drew's uh, like point, yeah, like it. They made the comparison to the last band. Like there, I I feel like every five years there's a band that goes we're Led Zeppelin now, like it was what it was the Darkness and then it was Wolf Mother and now it's Greta Van Fleet or there's probably something in between. Then. Yeah, I, I don't fucking I didn't pay attention. But I followed the. It was Jet. Jet was one of those bands too. Sure. Mm-hmm. That yeah. like I I brought them up earlier, but they were another one of those bands right. that you know people were like this is the it's, new rock and roll. I I get why you would want to compare this band to the darkness they were the last band to be like really popular like a really big thing everybody remembers the darkness yeah from there and like the in the, he, they were saying that like the darkness was like uh they didn't give a shit 
they understood that they were like being like just like a weird. They, they had a wink to the audience. Of yeah, like, they yeah, we know what we're doing. Yeah. yeah, and they had a weird and. Uh, I also just don't think that's a fair comparison because the yeah. fucking darkness was also 30 years old. Yeah. 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 They had already been in a bunch. They're already fucking jaded and they were like, I don't give a shit. We're going to fucking. Also. Like, and they- the darkness was. Yeah. It was a joke. They were largely joking about a lot of well, stuff. And, I, and like. I don't like this album. I think it sucks. But if like I had like a, a kid in middle school and they were listening to this, I'd be like, yeah, all right. Like, cool. Yeah. Like, you know, I wouldn't. It's not for me, but like if I had like a little kid listening to this, I'd be like, "Great, learn guitar, let's have fun." Well, also, I, Wait, I, I found out. Oh, sorry. No, I was just thinking. Well, we're still talking about Jet because this is interesting. Because people people shout on Jet and Wolf Mother, Mother, and yeah, they're bad. But also Wolf Wolf, Wolf Mutter, Mutter. Hey, from Philadelphia Wolf over here. Wolf Mutter, Wolf Mutter. That's, that's a guy in Williamsburg that. with an afro. Hey, this is for Wolf Mutter over here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I got a, uh, I got a, I got an Italian beef for Wolf Mutter, <laughs> Italian beef, provolone, all juice on the side. But wait, wait. <laughs> so, so Jet and Wolf Mother, right? When they came out, you also had The Strokes and you had Audio Slave. Mm-hmm. You had like a equivalent uh, popularity and, for lack of a better way to describe it, money making band. You know, like a like a radio rock band that were I would say critically acclaimed they're good bands yeah you know if you look at it right now yeah. the peers of Greta Van Fleet are Fall Out Boy and Imagine Dragons that's what rock music is right now <laughs> yeah no uh, I read a whole thing like rock music is not a thing at all right yeah. now there are no that's why uh, things keep happening like the killers like songs from 10 years ago keep charting because no one is currently making radio hit rock music it's just not a thing yeah. right now at all um, so there, uh, Drew actually makes a really salient point. Uh, what sucks is that there's no hits on this record. Like I kept yeah. zoning in and out. If there yeah. was like a a big chorus or like it just kind of plots along at the same pace. You know what it feels like. Yeah. I don't know if you guys. I mean, Katie, you grew up on Long Island. I don't know yeah. if anyone else had Q one hundred four point three or like a similar classic oh, yeah. rock radio where they do a two for Tuesday, right? And it's like... Oh, yeah, I'm from Indiana. I know all about this. Yeah, okay, so on a two for Tuesday, you get the one big radio hit of the band, and then the second song they play after that is always like a lesser one. This feels like, yeah, this feels like a whole album of the second second song song. on a two for Tuesday. Absolutely, yeah, totally. Which is, I don't know, sometimes that that shit is fine. It's just, um, you know, usually you, I think we're conditioned to expect like a concept album out of it. Yeah, you know, like where you're like, uh, oh, it's so deep and none of this shit is very deep and that's fine. I also just don't think it's that bad. Like it's cookie yeah. cutter, but there, yeah, that's the thing. There isn't this happening right now. If this is going to be a, if this is like a gateway to, to for people to find cooler music, I'm kind of for that. Yeah. I feel like such a fucking father right now. Like, oh, I fucking hope. That this leads to something? Wait, I have another metaphor. Uh, this is like uh, uh, if Skyrim took place in the 70s, this is what the background music of the game would be. <laughs> because it's like, yeah. it's perfectly engaging enough that mm-hmm. you are like, this is cool. I see what yeah. you're doing. You got but some you're also this is doing something like that's doing keeping side you quests. <laughs> but yeah, you can also like zone out enough that you can pay attention to fighting the dragon with long hair. Yeah. I'm wondering, I was wondering if... It, it the, also sounds I don't know, like... What a, would be in 70s Skyrim? Yeah. The, the hip also, dragon with a van? The wizard from the side of the van. Yeah. I'm on my own van, dude. What's up? You want to get zooted? Yeah. 
<laughs> is getting zooted? Is that when you just like eat too many potato chips and have to take a nap? Oh, yeah. No, man. That's yeah. where you fucking you can get sick zooted bong in all rips. kinds of ways. You is that see- what a zoot suit Ryan is about? It sure exactly. is. Yeah, dude. Exactly. <laughs> zoot suit Ryan is my OK Cupid username. <laughs> zoot suit Ryan. <laughs> Oh yeah! Wait. Every crew's got like straight edge Joe and Zoot Suit Ryan. Wait, that's not the lyric. <laughs> Wait, did, did you, you think, think it was it's Zoot Suit Riot? Oh, did I thought it was Zoot Suit Ryan the whole time for I thought, years. I thought it was about a guy named Ryan who wears a zoot suit. Yeah. In in her defense, they do say throw back a bottle of beer, and it's like Ryan, drink up, buddy. You had some rough times. <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to go into it because I don't know enough and I am a dumb person with a microphone, but look up like Wikipedia. Zoot Suit Riot is actually like about a specific moment in like... Yes. Well, the song is not, but there is a real Zoot Suit Riot. There's a Zoot Suit Riot. There was a thing that sounds... It's really dumb because we're in the future and that's like... that's There was a bunch of people that threw bricks while dressed up like the mask, but... uh, Yeah. The Zoot Suit Riot is a real thing, yeah, and it's, it's very I'm funny. Sure it was a civil rights related riot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, immigrants are scary. The history is now. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was the summation. But of I don't understand why. Yeah. why, why? Uh, one one thing I was curious about is that if these, I wonder if these guys could harness the devil. Because, like, I feel yeah. like Led Zeppelin, like, had a lot of, like, weird... Yeah. Spe- they, like, harnessed the devil. Oh, yeah. And they were into, like, weird, dark stuff. That Maybe... Is, you're so right. That's what this album is. These guys is needs the devil. devil. These guys are clearly... the devil. They need to just watch the two towers, and then they'll be like, oh, okay. No, know. these yeah. kids are... <laughs> this is Zeppelin if they didn't make the deal. They're yeah. clearly homeschool, like, mm-hmm. super Christian kids. Oh, my God, yeah. my brain's blowing. Yeah, they need to hail Satan, like, right the fuck now. Yeah, yeah. dude. Also, For sure. Sign the book, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. The witch, let's go. Yeah, the devil has a guest book, and you must <laughs> sign it. You know what this album sounds exactly like? It sounds like the first um, Thin Lizzy album that we listened to. No. No? <laughs> I, I see where you're going with that, but I think th- that album, I... Is way is actually like listenable. I just I have such a dichotomy happening right now because like I hate the reviews of this album, but I also hate this album. Like I, did you guys hear? Did you guys hear? The glove doesn't fit. You must have quit. Yeah, I've, I'm just saying that I think it's like it's like uh it's it's their first it's their first album like like this. they this type of shit doesn't really exist right now. They're just trying to figure it out. We could get I. I, I would 100% listen to whatever the next album they put out is because I'd be curious if it whips ass. Yeah. There's so much potential for this band to be fucking cool. I mean, now they have something to be mad at. Pitchfork.com. Yeah. That's true, man. That's the devil. That's true. That's like, uh, uh, I'm sorry to bring up Green Day on this podcast again. But Green Day's best album is Insomniac, and they made it because they were pissed off at all these reviews calling them like weak, yeah. lame, like fake punk. And they were like, we're going to make something aggressive. And sure, it still is weak punk, but I mean, it's like, still Green Day. it's the best Green Day album. Yeah, oh, while well, we're on Green Day, that's another thing that I really hate. <laughs> all right. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, people, okay. So a big part of that review was like, uh, uh, why would you listen to this when you can listen to classic rock cover bands you know like and they meant that in like an egregious way but i think that uh what's what's really weird about this is that i think my whole life every time i've listened to music someone has been like don't listen to that you should listen to the real thing like don't listen to green day listen to real punk or like 
when I liked Nirvana, people were like, don't listen to Nirvana, listen to Melvin's. You shouldn't listen to Melvin's when you're 12. You shouldn't listen to Melvin's when you're 40. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like, it, people like the things that they like, and I think that's okay. Uh, and I think that if, if you're a kid and you want to listen to music like this, that's cool. Don't be like, hey, you should listen to these guys where one of them is dead for like a million years. <laughs> you should listen to this band that when you go see them, they're going to have to have a, an attendant next to them to make sure they don't poop themselves. <laughs> yeah. Right? You could, yeah. yeah. I mean, like even like looking back, like there are so many kids right now that like love Nirvana. It's a it's it's a ama- immensely popular band, and you could never see them, you know. So yeah. like if a band came out tomorrow, and like hey, we're bringing back grunge. I'm I'm a 19 year old, and I and I play like Nirvana. I think that'd be kind of cool. I think I think what's also if Nirvana if Kurt didn't die, kids today wouldn't like Nirvana at all. They would yeah. be. Because he'd oh, be wait, as oh, really? dorky as yeah, I think they would be. They would have gotten real bad, and they would have given up on it. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't know about that. Because really, I, was, I just. I. I don't. I don't completely buy into the like this thing is popular because that person's dead thing. No, that's not what I, you mean. I think. No, I think oh. it having it be a moment in time that can't be augmented makes it like if Alkaline Trio would have stopped after the first three records, I would be like, that's like a classic band. Yeah, but like they keep going with the same bad record, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Then you get into uh, the, like, when do you stop kind of thing. Like, there's the whole, uh, I don't know if you remember this, like, two years ago, Quentin Tarantino announced that, like, hi, I'm doing two more movies and then I'm stopping because I don't want to, I don't want to reach a point where I'm, like, really uh, out of touch. I don't want, I think I need to stop. Yeah. Because I'm getting old and I'm going to lose touch. And I remember people going, like, fuck you or whatever or like is that the way that you do it to keep yourself kind of classic I mean your opinions of Quentin Tarantino aside well like that concept of just like ending it on your own terms I'm 100% in favor of that he he fucking sucks now as just like a dude but Ricky Gervais had the perfect model for this for a long time when he was making his first few shows like The Office he did two seasons and a Christmas special to end it yeah I mean Uh, British British television like the young ones I don't know if it would be good after you kept doing it over and over again. Yeah, there's exactly. Like, right. There's like two perfect seasons and then, okay, cool, that's yeah, it. You have a story you want to tell, yeah. you tell it, it's over. Like serialized programming is, you know, by its nature, like it's going to eventually become repetitive and pointless. Like stories have a structure for a reason. You tell a story and it's the same thing with a career. Like a career should have a structure to it, right? Yeah. yeah well, but like, I'm also not going to knock people for working on the simpsons still like keep doing it i don't care make your money Uh, make your money and and you (laughs) know what simpsons if you're hiring i'd love to write for the simpsons yeah jeremy's available to voice a poo if you want (laughs) (laughs) oh boy (laughs) if you guys want to really get out of this situation i'm Uh sure this will fix it (laughs) oopsie daisy Hello, Mr. Homer. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Jeremy. I'm sorry. Everybody is so mean about my voice in our goddamn YouTube comments. (laughs) It's such a weird choice, too. There's so much other stuff to bully you about. Yeah. Like your personality. (laughs) No. um, You smell good, though. I mean, our first guest, Ben Wyman, like his band... Uh, literally ended and uh, in my opinion and most of their fans opinions they never fucking made a bad record but they saw it on the horizon for themselves they were mm-hmm. like we, this is we got it there's like an interview with like Greg or whatever and he's like we were just weren't 
mesh. We didn't really like each other anymore. Like we just we knew when we were making the second to last album that the one after this would be the last one, and we would be done. And they ended their career, and it was one of the most insane, like three night extravaganzas I've ever seen. It was probably the best possible way a band could ever end their set. Like they just did like three nights of like different eras of the band like, yeah that is and it would it would be weird if after all of that like five years from now they're like we're getting back together and making a record i feel like i wouldn't yeah. care as a fan of like no we did that already yeah, yeah like i would put you in that, that like i went to modern life is wars last show and then they came out and did another record and i was like oh no i'm done with y'all yeah i I already cared. They're totally about one everything. of those bands that should have stopped when they stopped. Yeah. Completely disagree because that album is awesome. That new that album, Fever Hunting, is I think my favorite Modern Life Is War band. A uh, band album, and they're uh, yeah. you guys are familiar with this genre, Modern Life Is War? Uh, <laughs> yes, actually, <laughs> I remember that yeah. era of hardcore. Yeah. I, no, they're one of my favorite bands, and uh, I I love. I think Fever Hunting is the best album they ever did. I love it. I think it's cool. It's just what I was just done with them. I That's think. That's fine, but personally, which. Keep doing it. I don't care. Yeah. But for me, as a as a fan who was like really into it, I'm like, I think you're in this box now, which is limit probably limiting. But but I think that's I don't okay care. because I think that. But you're not you're not the editor of Pitchfork shitting on them. You know, not like, yet. Because uh, <laughs> I mean, I've I read, sent my CV over. We'll yeah, see. It was if good. I liked at the bottom that you said uh, 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 ask for references instead of putting any because you didn't have any. Yeah. <laughs> That's look, I'll figure move. it out by the time they call. Yeah, but no, but I mean that's a real that look. That's a real thing. Is that music is and uh, almost entirely opinions, and uh, you change. And mm-hmm. I I went to the last LCD Sound System show. Yeah, amazing experience. It was awesome. And then the new album came out. They like reunited, and I wasn't one of those people that was mad that they reunited. Like, how dare they take yeah. away the authenticity yeah. of my specific moment with this band? Sure. Like, I'm like, great. That's awesome. You get to see this band that you never that. People probably never got to see them that wanted to see them. Totally. Found them after they broke out, didn't live in major cities or whatever. But I didn't listen to the new album because I was yeah. like, I don't, I'm sure it's fine, but it's I, I've closed you, that chapter yeah, in my You have life. your your own moment with right. it. Right. But I think it got bad reviews. And I and I think that's kind of weird that like someone would take that negative energy that they hold within themselves and put it out to the world. Why do I think that's weird? I put stuff on YouTube. I know that everybody does that. Yeah. <laughs> You guys ever make a fake Google number as a reference on a, a resume and an answer in a funny voice when they call? <laughs> yeah. No, but that's a good idea. That's really I love funny. That. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Katie. She's amazing. <laughs> Why did you have Julia Childs as a reference? <laughs> because, <laughs> because don't you trust Julia Childs? Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Yeah. She's a recipe for success. <laughs> I am. So unemployed right anyway, now. Anyway, <laughs> I've been Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna put Dame Judy Dench on my resume. <laughs> I don't know, Katie. Do you do you have like a did one of your with like, like a band like, that like, broke up and then uh, yeah. got back together? It really depends on the situation for me. Generally speaking, I think if your first impulse that it's time to go, it's usually correct. I think it's cool when bands reunite to like play a couple shows I always think that's really fun Mm -hmm. uh, and special but like when they come out and make a whole new album it's very rare when it 
doesn't suck. It is cool, like, when a band never technically broke up, and then they put an album out, like, ten years later, and it doesn't suck, but, like, how fucking rare is that? Yeah, Like, it rare. almost never happens in a cool way. Because at this point in time, there are, like, rules about it. Maybe 15 years ago, yeah. there wasn't, like, a blueprint for, like, how to take a hiatus or how to yeah. not break up but take a break because everyone's just like, you tour because everyone is paycheck to paycheck I, I, with uh, this. I yeah. hate to do this to this podcast again, but, like, one of the only bands that did it successfully was Devo. Yeah, and, I was hoping uh, yeah. we were going to bring up And Devo. I know that I'm always this person, but it's just straight up true. But that's also because they all went and kept playing music. Like, you know, Mark, of course, did all mm-hmm. those soundtracks famously for like Wes Anderson and cartoons and stuff and then I know um his one the Bob soundtrack is great yeah he's really good and like <laughs> Didn't Bob he Rugrats he yeah did. he did Rugrats yeah. uh they did all sorts of stuff but one of the Bobs like had his like stupid joke band and like you know they were still playing so when they got back like when they made that album and was it like 2011? They weren't rusty, but most times it's gonna suck. I just think like if your instinct is that it's over, it's just like break up. And if you want to make another album or like just like make a new band, you know, because then no one's coming in with it with expectations. Yeah, but it's also hard like to be at that level and then have to start over again. And that like you've already went through the failure part yeah. of the artistic process, so like it's really hard to like put all your money and into a new thing and you're like I'm 38 here's the thing I don't want to like have to play debut to four people again yeah well and here's the other thing though like this is a little niche but like most of us have been around or involved in comedy uh, you know when the person does their big going away show and they make it like a huge fucking deal of it and they make everyone come out instead of just moving and then when they fuck (laughs) up and they come back everyone's like oh You know, and it's just like all that energy, like you can just not make a big deal about leaving. And then when you come back, it's cool. That's all I'm saying. Don't do your farewell show and then come back. Just just go. And then then when you show up again, people are psyched. That's why if like LCD sound system didn't make a whole like, yeah, I love you, New York, but you're breaking me down. Fuck you, bitch. I'm out. Let's sell it out. And then, you know. And like make a movie out of it and everything. Yeah. Like they did so much for that farewell. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, and it wasn't even that long after that they were like, actually, we're doing another album. Yeah, it Drew, was like, like four years later or some shit. Yeah, yeah. That, it was even. no time. It was also, Drew and I. Uh, went went to I think like six Bane final shows. <laughs> yeah, when we were re- they did like a two year final tour. Can I tell you something like- funny? I went to the final Bane show and they played for three hours. And after like wow. after like forty minutes, I went up. It was at the Palladium in Boston. And afterwards, I went upstairs and I just sat down and I took a nap. I took a nap <laughs> during the final Bane show. <laughs> the most posy nap you've ever taken. It was great. I felt (laughs) really supported. Well, it's really easy to doze off when he's like doing a giant speech about a conversation he had with a guy at a McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Fucking, uh, but I, I don't, yeah, I think it's like if you're gonna, I, 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 yeah, if you might come back, you might have something to say. I think that the, the, the final shows are a little ridiculous. I think the... I mean, that's why... Like, my favorite band in the world is the fucking Misfits. I love that for years... I love that my entire life they did not exist. And that he the Danzig never wanted to get back together with his, like, uh, regular high school band. And he's... And they've... St- and the reunion has happened, and it's been three years, and he's only played three shows. Yeah. And with yeah. that thing. 
And that's the fucking way to do it. If he ever records another song with Jerry only, it will fucking tarnish everything. He can never do that. I stand firmly <laughs> that you can never fucking do that. I mean, if you get reports that they're recording together, send the dude from uh, One One King Down or whatever. What, what, what band was it? <laughs> Not One King Down. It was some North yeah. thing that beat him up. Northside Kings, that's what it was. Yeah, that punched. One King Down. It's a one different different hardcore band. Yeah, wrong straight edge band. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I mean, who would who would have thought, you it's know? The Super Mario straight edge band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know who else is good about Let's this all is uh, uh, Ian Mackay. Yes. Ian Mackay's very cool about this sort of stuff. Well, I mean, like, ugh, all you want. I mean, he had, like, the most popular, well-revered indie punk, you know, yeah. whatever yeah, band. No, the most twice. Revered. He, yes. did, he did it twice. Which you which you could cash in so hard, so easily yeah. on. You could do a Jawbreaker tomorrow. Yeah. Like, Ian McKay could do Jawbreaker shit tomorrow, and he could go sell out huge fucking venues, make tons of money. And he doesn't. Which and he is doesn't. Kind of nice. Because he's got his cool little, little record label where he gets to do what he wants. He's got his weird, stupid band where the both of them play bass. Yeah. Jeremy uh, has fun. Jeremy They're baritone guitars. Okay. Good point, though, <laughs> that there is a lot of kids again to these bands, like, way later. Like the Jawbreaker reunion and stuff like that. And I think in those cases, like, don't put out a new album, but just, like, do a few shows. And I think that's just GD delightful. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, the Gorilla Biscuits, too. Like, Walter, who's on the show. Like, just Walter's, none of his bands have ever broken up. Technically, no. yeah. he's just like, yeah. "Oh, you guys want to do a thing? Let's go do a thing." Yeah, and oh, he's consistently been good at whatever he does. It's just yeah, like, that guy fucking you got a rules. good track record. He is, <laughs> he is just delightful, and he has all of his hair. How does what's going on with him? He's I gotta get back on the show because everything. Walter, are you listening? We love you. We love you. He's a beautiful man. What a beautiful. You think he stole all of Siv's hair? That's why he was so bald so early. But wait, I think you're I think you're on to something, which is that, okay, so if a band reunites and they put out a new album, usually it's crap, but sometimes it's it's still good. If you still are like in that mindset or you've expanded your mindset, just something that you can do to like improve and not completely rehash or not go so off the rails that you alienate your fan base. But I think a huge part of it is that a lot of these bands disappear and then they come back and for the most part, whoever they're either their primary songwriter or lyricist or whomever has basically been like, yeah. I left for five years to go open up a seafood restaurant, you know, or to travel around Europe. And then if you look at some of these other bands, though, they never stop. Like they like uh, like Jawbreaker. Uh, Blake has had like thirty bands since then, and I've I've seen a couple of them. And and like I love I really like Just to Brazil, and I like some yeah. of his other little stuff. I saw him just do like an acoustic set at Europa once uh, in in Bushwick, which is like a, a Polish dance club where people used to get stabbed, but every once in a while there'd be a Bond the Music Industry show. Uh, pause real quick. Uh, YouTube commenters, please, if you want us to come to Brazil, please say, uh, please take a jet to Brazil. Yeah. Thank you. Pay, please pay for our jets to Brazil, yeah. and we'll go. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, but I mean like, I, okay, I haven't, I haven't listened to this LCD Sound System album. I don't really want to, but I know that he didn't do anything in that five years. Like, I think that he kind of was just like, I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. He, did, he wasn't like, this is my solo album. You know, this is, I'm producing this other thing. Maybe he did. I don't know. I actually have done little research to none. <laughs> and I don't really care. That's the theme of the podcast is that we don't do any research. But I'm just, I'm just saying that, like, I think that, like, people who are creative people and consistently need to put something out will always find a way to put something out. And maybe you do, like, a Jeff Rosenstock where you're like, 
I can't do Bomb the Music Industry. It's this band that I've been doing since I was 17, and I don't want to sing about that stuff anymore. I want to, like, evolve. And he does his solo project, which is awesome. I love Jeff Rosenstock's solo stuff. I went to the last Eric and Sons of Bitches concert at the uh, old knitting factory, and I did a cry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, we're at Fest Punk. (laughs) Yeah. And we're talking about Greta's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What what do you... I I guess, like, I feel like a big piece of this is rock and roll is dead, but it's so clear from, like, reviews like this that it's, like, this treatment of it is why it's fucking dead. Oh, for sure. This fucking band comes out and they sound like the fucking 70s and they are young and they are selling shit out. And what does, like, are the biggest art critics of of the form do is they shit all over it. Yeah, well, that's kind of the thing, right, is that this is is kind of the logical conclusion of what Pitchfork has been doing for so long, which is, like, treating everything every single rock band like garbage they always do and even when they like something there's always some snide thing in there and then they just automate they literally just automate their hip-hop reviews anything that's big in hip-hop they're just like 9.0 best best new music anything yeah kanye west anything that that dude farts out like pitchfork always has that vibe of like that uh try hard dude white guy on tinder who is like yeah i like bicycles and like fucking ah! crafts but don't worry I'm a little crazy I also listen to Kanye West Pitchfork uh, like hip hop reviews always feel like they're in a room and they don't know what they're talking about like people mm-hmm. are talking about hip hop and they're like yeah no I love it or they're trying to be just like the guy who knows about hip hop at a party where no one does yeah they yeah. Act- they accidentally told everyone I love rap music and then they have to go past that and they're like oh no 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 9.8? Yeah, like 100%. Yeah. I went, I went on a date with a dude named Henry in Portland, Oregon, and he talked to me about Kendrick Lamar for like an hour and a half, and I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. People who, who like Kendrick like Kendrick, but people who uh, love Kendrick wear Warby Parkers and will not shut up about how much they love Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> and I just want to be like, you know that the, the, uh, you're not the prime demographic for this music. You can enjoy it, but maybe shut up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he'd hate you if he met you. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard that Kendrick Lamar uh, AHA Take On Me mashup that like, went oh, viral? Oh, it's so fucking It's funny. so good. It's so funny. <laughs> it's really good. Whoever made I that. I, just, I saw that and I was like, come on, man. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Why <laughs> are these mashups shoving me around online? Personal attack. I felt fucking attacked by that. I was like, can you fuck off? Can you get the fuck out of here? You can actually mash anything up. I have a fucking... I've done a mashup. I took every Lady Gaga song, and I fucking put it over the Mortal Kombat theme song. Because you can yeah. take... Every part. It was yeah, my surprise, dream. If it has the same beats per minute, yeah. it will fit together. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Even if it doesn't, you can change it. Yep. You can change the beats mm-hmm. per minute. Uh, it was a dream of mine to just do that as a drag number one time. <laughs> but love all of our friends that like write for like uh, music magazines or whatever. But like once a week, I see like one of these music uh, like websites just like release like. You gotta listen to this mashup of like, um, like fucking Danzig and Chubby Checker. It's like, what? I no, I that. don't. Let's spook again. Oh, my baby, baby. 
<laughs> I don't fucking need this. I don't want this. That, time. That's the perfect monster mash part too. Is Danzig and Chubby Checker in a row? <laughs> yeah, but you Except need. There already is a monster mash part two, and it's called the Monster Swim. Oh yeah, say it's Dragula's juice. They have a pool party? Yeah, yeah, well, so the next year after Monster Mash, the, the mashed potato wasn't the hot dance anymore, and it was the, the swim, you know, the one where you do, like, the swim, yeah. and then you, like, and hold you your snorkel. nose or whatever. Yeah. And he tried to do a second one called the Monster Swim, and it went nowhere. Oh, my and God. And then he did one more after that. I think it was, like, the Monster Twist, and then he was gone for a while, and they did the yeah. Monster Rap. And the Monster Rap is the funniest one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the yeah. saddest time. The Monster Trap House is up next. <laughs> did that guy kill himself? I'm the so worried about no he died twerk. of leukemia as like oh, an old man that's just he, died of, he died of monster leukemia it wasn't a hit People and unfortunately really it was a graveyard smash <laughs> okay uh all right uh favorite songs real quick Do favorite we... songs on the album the beginning, the, the beginning song the sounded like Rush to me, to be honest. Yeah, the beginning, I, like a a non a non noodly yeah. Rush song. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, that's literally what Jordan shouted when we were uh, yeah. listening to. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, it's Rush. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, Brave New World because that's also a Maiden thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, you're right. The first song, cause that's the one I remember. Yeah, I remember being more excited uh, when the second song started, and that was called "The Cold Wind." It was also I heard someone talk positively about this band uh, when I was getting uh, I, I was getting my hair cut before we came to Fast and my uh, barber who does a very good job they brought up uh, like the, the, the song came on uh, their their playlist and they were talking about how fucking awesome it is they mentioned it sounds like fucking Led Zeppelin it's so cool um, I wanted to go to like Bamboozle or some shit to see this band and it was like and all this shit it was just they were fucking excited and it's cool and I don't, I don't know it's just a rock music that like I, I don't know that everyone like young people and queer people are excited about it's fucking awesome you know why they're excited about it because the only band I can think of that's kind of like this where it's like it feels like something old but also authentic is uh, Steel Panther and sometimes you want to listen to music that isn't ironic can I not bring up Steel Panther you gave me the eyes like no no I just couldn't believe that that's the one you brought <laughs> well I mean seriously they, what, what other band weird pull. <laughs> what other band is 100% going in the pocket of a specific time and being really successful and popular. I don't know. Every synth wave artist on the planet is just John Carpenter. Yeah, but that's yeah. But I'm, I'm not. I'm not familiar with that that type of music. Oh, but I. Right. But like I. I know hair metal, and it's like yeah. you can't go see. You can't go see Rat. But you can go see. Oh, you can go see pit. Rat. No one. <laughs> no one is from Rats in the band. They kicked Dude, the drummer out. But <laughs> you guys. You guys don't hang out with Eddie Trunk. He's in New York too, right? Eddie Trunk. Sorry. From that metal show, he constantly he has a serious Wait. show. He constantly talks about texting the dudes from Rat. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> that's his whole. Sorry, <laughs> he's so funny to me. I'm. He's super tight with Mike Piazza. He's a whole thing. Mike Anyways, <laughs> sorry to derail. Yeah. No, you're you're fine. <laughs> as some as other people with a metal show, we are never going near that guy. Yeah, I have a we I have a friend. Not want to be associated with a with uh, literally just a forty year old. Uh, a ponytail show. You don't want to have Jim Florentine on your show. It's not 40. It's 
we're 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 forty. It's seventy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have a friend who works with him, and he's always like, "Dude, your show's so cool, man. I'm gonna send it over to Eddie Trunk." And I'm like, "Please don't, don't, yeah, please don't. Please. It's fine. He'll text it's you guys cool. a lot." Yeah. <laughs> The only other uh, the only other metal television personality we ever want to work with is Julia from Uranium. Oh yeah, you remember that? Yeah. yeah. What is what has she been up to? Selling her shoes on eBay. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> For all her her feet fans, does she have a wiki feet? Uh, oh, she might. I'm friends with her on Facebook. Yeah, yeah well, that's because she all her shoes. showed up to your high school band show once. That's and true. When yeah. you were at, like peak teenage shithead and she was like making a big deal of being there didn't you go uh, oh it's you yeah she she like got on stage and like took the microphone from me and was like just here seeing the future heavy metal of America keep it hard and heavy motherfuckers it was really weird That's and like, like such she a wasn't great, even being filmed <laughs> like 70s like AM rock DJ <laughs> Uh, skip of the board I gotta wear here with rootin' tootin' in the sunshine boys yeah. <laughs> hard yeah. and heavy m- 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 motherfuckers <laughs> motherfuckers who let the dogs out Obozinga <laughs> hey what's up I'm Wolfman Jack and you're watching Vane you're watching Vane Vane hardcore they sing about computers and I don't know what that is oh <laughs> Time for another 90-minute Bane block. Bane. Coming up next is Every Time I Die, Werewolf. <laughs> I'm dying. I didn't take my Bane blockers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, plug. All right. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, okay. Plug. All right. Okay. <laughs> Do your thing. Yeah, he does a good one. All right. Well, it's the morning, so get out those biscuits, you gorillas. We're going to play all the start today. All day. <laughs> All right. We'll edit it in. Plugs. Thank you. <laughs> My favorite song was the last song. I liked it. I thought it was cool, but I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> didn't didn't make it. Plugs. <laughs> Plugs. I'm the only one with a genuine. <laughs> I liked it, and you're mad at me for liking it. I'm rapping. Goodrich has got to go to his show. Goodrich, plugs. Uh, I have a, a record on. you can listen to on Spotify at this point. I think that's probably the best way to get it. You don't need to pay for it. Uh, it's the future of content. Uh, it's called <laughs> Portrait of a Young Weirdo. It's a stand-up record on a special thing. And that's it. All right. Uh, find me on Twitter, at Jeremy Thunder. Check out Ballin' Out Super. Uh, we're recording it tomorrow with Goodrich. <laughs> Yeah. Goodrich, what's your social stuff? Plug your oh, social stuff. Oh, it's Goodrich Gavart on everything, because no one else has it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Goodrich Gavart at, e- at gmail.com? Uh, there's a dot in there. I oh, wanted okay. to keep them. I'm an Austrian guy. I got to keep them separated. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't have outed your email. <laughs> uh, it's fact. not hard to find. I don't know what you're going to do with it. Wait, I guess. really fun fact. I used to work at a talent agency, and most people that are famous in the past two years weren't famous five years ago and their names were very available for Gmail. Mm -hmm. Not going to name any names, but I'm just saying if you wanted to email a certain celebrity, you probably can very Mm -hmm. easily. Rob.zombie at Gmail. (laughs) Yep. Dragula 76. (laughs) You know it's 69. (laughs) That's true. Hey, uh, I'm Drew Kaufman, and you can follow me on Instagram at Drew Kaufman Photography. I take photos of stuff, and if you like them, you can manifest that like into your finger and press it as hard as you can into the phone. Hi, you can find me on Twitter at Katie Rose or on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. You can also listen to Balling Out Super. That was already plugged. Okay. Hi, I'm Jordan Olson. You can, I don't know why I'm talking so quiet. 
I, just, I, I gotta, you know what? I, I'm gonna go upstairs and take a nap because I think I have the flu. All right, goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.